1: Hello everybody and welcome to the Blizzard Watch Podcast. I'm your host Matt Rossi and with me this week are my two fantastical co-hosts Liz Harper and Joe Perez. I honestly tried to like call them Tyrael and and Narel for a second there. I'm having like serious Diablo (laughs) submersion problems. Uh, But but yeah, we are doing the podcast. We're not just going to talk about Diablo, I promise you. Uh, We've actually got some other stuff to talk about that's pretty interesting. So
2: Oh, you were going to spend be- an hour talking about how I started playing Deus Ex Human Machina again? Okay, let's do the. No.
1: <laughs> I, I, why didn't you bring that up during the pre-show? I would have totally gone into that one.
2: That's for next uh, week. You were, hey, yeah, listen, I didn't want to, uh, listen, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to our Patreon, listen to the pre-show. Matt's rambles are great. I don't interrupt them very often because they're always fantastic and entertaining.
1: Okay. But regardless, let's talk about other things. Although so I'm sure Diablo 4 stuff will be coming up. But one of the things I wanted to actually talk about was this. Can, can we talk about the thing uh, in June or July? Or is that still embargoed? I thought it was still embargoed, but you put it in your uh, notes, Liz.
0: Nope. It embargo uh, went up this morning.
1: Okay. And we Hearthstone... posted
0: it. We made a post about it.
1: Okay. Hearthstone Twist. What's the deal? Tell me about this. It's a, they they got rid of uh, their mercenaries thing. They basically said we're not uh, developing that anymore, and now they're bringing okay. Twist out.
0: <laughs> yeah, they uh, they're they're developing a sort of habit of coming out with new game modes and killing previous game modes. Because yes, mercenaries is dead, but now there's Hearthstone Twitch coming soon. Uh, Twist actually reminds me a lot of like the season of mastery concept and the seasons we get in Diablo. Because it's like, okay, this is normal Hearthstone, except with this this one weird rule. And in the first season Twist, the rule is that you cannot use any neutral cards. All of your decks have to be all class cards. They can't use neutral cards, which seems like an interesting, fun challenge. And I, I'm not sure if I'm going to get really into it, but I like the idea that it's mixing it up. It limits the number of sets you can use. And it's gonna have like wacky rules that just change how you play Hearthstone. And when you get, you know, a game that is this old, Hearthstone has been around for, you know, uh, uh, a while.
1: <laughs> it's gotta be at least 10 uh, years, doesn't it?
0: I feel like it is, but I have no sense of time anymore. Time does not work. Uh, so I think this is an interesting way to tackle and keep it fresh. Of course, they. Keep 10 years, by the way. Hard sets. Oh my, yeah, okay. They keep releasing card sets and mini sets, so they're always adding more cards. But, you know, this kind of changes the basic rules of the game. So you can do something very different other than just, oh, I have these new cards and I'll add them to my deck. And uh, I think it's going to be pretty fun. Uh, The season is probably going to start this month. It's just in beta, and they're going to do their first season, I think probably this month, which means they're running out of time. (laughs) Uh, so we should theoretically see this coming soon in beta to check it out.
1: All right. That's actually really interesting because I haven't really heard of much from our other than the usual stuff, you know, expansion coming like on yeah,
0: clock. new cards, new cards here, new cards there. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty predictable
1: in terms of stuff. That's happening fairly soon. Uh, stuff that to bring up uh, LFR um, for, for World of Warcraft, Dragonflight uh, LFR Sakarath, the final fight of Avaris is live today. Um, as we're recording this, because we're recording it on a Tuesday. So if you're listening to this show and you haven't done uh, LFR Sakharath yet, you can do that. You can go fight them in LFR and see what the fuss is all about and and get to see the story stuff afterwards, which is, you know, for me, the big draw of these kind of fights is to see what happens at the end. Um, that's that's why I'm into raiding in World of Warcraft. So what do you guys, you guys have actually been working on the Avarice raid way more than I have. I think I, I went in once. So we- what do you guys think about it? What do you think about LFR Sakharath finally being out? Are you, have you already killed Sakharath on normal? So you've already seen it? Or what, what's the deal? We've-
0: we have killed Sakharath on normal. We've cleared normal, which is actually kind of interesting. This raid tier has felt really fast. Like, and I don't know whether I want to call it undertuned, which I've seen going around. It feels like you're not hitting someplace we- where you're just hitting yourself, hitting your head against a wall for weeks and weeks and weeks.
2: Plunk. I I don't think it's under tuned. I think what winds up happening is it's suffering from the same problem we have with um, trying. What's the word I'm looking for here? The second tier curse, <laughs> the second tier, the second tier of every expansion always starts out with normal feeling incredibly under tuned, because usually by the time people get there, they're sitting on gear equivalent or in the ballpark of heroic of the tier previously, whether you've done upgrades or world questing or crafting or whatever the case is. And because there are so many ways to get gear and Dragonflight that we've never had before, as well as the upgrade system and everything else that they're putting into there with the, with item upgrading all the various things you can get from vendors and the way that you can craft stuff and get stuff recrafted. They've made it so that the gear barrier is really not a thing anymore. So when we go into sure. like Avarice as a heroic previous tier geared group, yeah, we're going to blow through things because the DPS checks aren't going to be that hard for us to hit because we're already got the gear level to get there. The healing checks aren't going to be that hard to hit because we already got the gear to support it. Our tanks won't feel squishy because they've got themselves set up from the previous tier. This happens almost every expansion on the second tier. And this is a conversation that we've been having since I want to say cataclysm really where like mm. that second tier always feels weak. And then there's the pendulum swing for the third tier where you get to the third tier of rating and, and then it feels like they over-tune it because of that, and then everything feels a little <laughs> bit harder until you start to catch up on gear-wise. That said, I think mechanically, Avarice is a very good raid, and I'm not saying that lightly. I'm saying that because I think it's um, it's just the right number of mechanics. Not all of them are, are you know warm, fuzzy, and they do take getting used to, but not once have I felt... Uh like a I'm trying to think how to phrase this. I haven't felt like we just there are too many mechanics to ever deal with. So
1: mm-hmm. So you haven't felt like Razageth the first time you saw it, where I'm just like
0: What is happening now? Yeah. Razigath Sarkarath is a pretty busy fight, but uh Does not have as as many switches? Razaketh kept switching
1: stuff, switching to new places, switching different, it's like (laughs) there's too much going somewhere else in this fight for me. I want to (laughs) stay in one's place for like long enough to do something. So yeah, that's good to know. But you know, since we've brought that up, we now know that patch 10.1.5 is going to be next month on the 11th, uh, July 11th. That's correct. Yes, I am correct.
0: That is correct. Yes.
1: So we're now going to get to see the, the mega dungeon of time traveling and alternate universe hopping, uh, which I'm super excited about. Um, I know Joe is super excited about it. Liz, what are you are you thinking? You're you interested? You excited for for a patch for 10.1.5? Um, I'm
0: I'm both excited and terrified at the same time because uh, holy paladins are getting a really serious overhaul of this patch. And there are some things that sound like super great amazing and there are some things that sound terrible and I'm not entirely sure how it's going to feel on the balance. Like all of our holy power heals now have a holy power cost and a mana cost and I'm just like why? Why do I now have to keep track of mana and holy power at the same time and if I don't have both I can't cast my heals and it's like I'm 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 concerned. I'm both optimistic and very worried at the same time, which it's an odd, conflicted feeling to have.
1: Uh, Is this a subtitle on Dragonflight called, you know, World of Warcraft Dragonflight? (laughs) Holy paladins get a revamp every patch. Is is that like there, or or just there's a little asterisk somewhere?
0: (laughs) We've got like some small things, and we got a couple of things when they revamped Retribution paladins last patch. But this is this is a big overhaul and how everything an overhaul in everything there's like, they've moved around the class tree, they've moved around the, uh, the holy tree and the class tree some they've rearranged a bunch of things they've added things, they've removed things they've removed the base bonus crit chance that holy shock has always gotten so holy shock has a significant they've uh, significantly reduced crit chance, they've nerfed the crit talent to improve your crit chance and at the same time our set bonus from avarice is completely based on having holy shot crits so this is sort of a backdoor nerf a big one to our set bonus and at the same time they've made uh holy shock and glimmer of light way 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 more powerful you can spread it to more people it hits harder glimmer of light is going to hit really really hard. And we have a new cooldown that if I'm remembering right. It consumes all of our glimmer of lights for like a big immediate heal, which is some AOE that the class needed. But this is like, it's such a significant rework. And it's like, I I have no idea how this is going to work when I sit down and actually play it. And it kind of, it's like nerfs and buffs and nerfs and buffs. And like, where do the scales balance here? And
2: nerfs and buffs and nerfs and buffs and nerfs and buffs. (laughs)
0: So, yeah, so it basically feels like they're
1: trying to rebalance it, so it's got more a o e effect, but at the cost of the crit bombing type of ability that it had up to this point,
0: yeah, I mean, Holy Paladin has leaned very
1: very crit heavy i mean i i I play my role yeah, very vaguely, like... but crit heavy is.
0: It's It's like you don't, you don't really spec for crit because you have a lot of it. baseline Mm -hmm, and you have a lot of things, a lot of things that trigger off of crit. So yeah, they've really changed the dynamic right in the middle of a raid tier. So I'm not sure, you know, it's going to be July 11th and I'm going to log on for raid the next day. And what is that even going to feel like? Am I going to be like terrible? Am I going to be amazing? I have no idea at this point.
1: Yeah. That's that's interesting. I, I have a, I have a holy paladin alt that I haven't rushed really, as I should. So every time Liz talks, I'm like thinking, should I pick the paladin up again? Should I try again? Maybe I'll like it this time. So we'll find out if that's the case. But also going on uh, two things I want to mention really fast. Uh, first off is that this month this week. Uh, on the 22nd and 23rd Hearthstone's going to have some Twitch drops. Uh, Liz very helpfully put this in the uh, events calendar. Um, which is a nine packs, but you don't got a lot of time to get them. How 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 does one earn yeah. these? Just watch Hearthstone on Twitch. I, Just
0: It's it's a complete general Hearthstone category on Twitch and oh my gosh, you you there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of Hearthstone to watch. I think they basically want you to sit down and watch Hearthstone all day. Yeah, so how many so hours like, do
1: we know? Like how long you have to be watching uh, for?
0: I I do not know off the top of my head.
1: Okay, um, I, mean, I know you're probably looking it up. Or I'm
2: wondering if they're doing the the, the three weeks like they or three hours like they're doing with uh, Diablo, which is less than the WoW one, by the way. It is three hours. Red red message in chat. Yes. Predictive possibilities of power. Yeah.
1: Sorry. Yeah. Congratulations, Joe. You've you've weirded us all out. Um,
2: <laughs> that's what I do.
1: That's an accomplishment when you're talking to me. Um, but yeah, okay. So nine, three hours to w- of watching Hearthstone within two days. Really, it's just the twenty second and twenty third. That's it, right?
0: Yeah, it's a short window.
1: Yeah, that's that's not a, long, a ton, but you know, nine packs. So if you're looking for a bunch of cards, Hearthstone's got you h- hooked up there. Also, going on, I think right now, um, and to to the July second. Uh, Diablo four has Twitch drops going on this week as we're speaking that this, this week as we're recording, this is the Druid and next week is the Barbarian.
0: Mm-hmm, uh, if mm-hmm. I'm following
1: yep. this event thing, yep. right? Yep, yep. So, you know, same deal. Watch, watch uh, Diablo content on Twitch. Three hours and, super easy. Yeah. Especially with Diablo. Well,
0: it's, it does. it's three hours. There are two items for each class and it's three hours for the first one. And then three hours for the second one. So six yeah. hours total.
1: Uh, I was actually looking like, do we know what the barbarian drops are going to be? Like, Cause I probably
0: uh, going to be a weapon yes. and a back
2: bling or something like that.
0: Yeah. They're all of them are like a weapon and uh, a kind of back cosmetic of some kind.
1: Okay. Do we know if it's one of the ones in the store or if it's it a unique one that, that just,
0: twitched? they are unique though. I think, I think the weapons are recolors of other things.
2: That's, the that's weapons funny. are at least the, the um, Druid one is definitely a recolor, which that's is not a bad thing. Hole. I'm here for
0: it. I was looking in the uh,
1: various prices of the thing I wanted to get in the Diablo store. And I mean, I have, I totally applaud their decision to make it just cosmetics in the Diablo store. But the cost of getting the thing I wanted was like so much that I was like my eyes bugged out. I was like, yikes. I,
2: mean, um, I know that means I'm old. I'm putting the, uh, the picture in our communal chat for Matt for the barbarian pieces.
0: Oh,
1: yeah, that's not bad.
0: I'm I'm really curious to see what they do with the battle pass coming up because we know the battle pass is going to have cosmetic right. rewards for the
1: paid you, track. Yeah, if you got ultimate, do you get something automatically when the season starts?
0: Yeah, you're yes. going to get if you have the ultimate edition, you get the premium paid track and if you have the deluxe edition, you get the normal paid track. Okay.
1: Uh, I got ultimate because somebody was very nice and got it for me. Uh, So
2: I will probably be that person that buys it and makes time because I'm having a ton of fun in Diablo. Although I will say while we're on Diablo four, do you you know about the uh, the Druid slash Barbarian weapon drop bug that's going on currently?
1: Yeah, I was going to talk about it a, a little bit later. Okay, but yeah, I do. I do know about it. And I'm sorry on behalf of Barbarians. We didn't need to do that. <laughs> we wanted those drops for ourselves. We I, want wanted,
2: I wanted those drops for you as well.
1: <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> while we're talking about that, we've covered the, the, the two Twitch situations. We should talk about two things happening on the 22nd, which is, again, this you know, two days from now as we're recording this. So yesterday, as you're listening to it, um, we're going to get a Diablo 2 ladder season reset uh, on June 22nd. The ladder is beginning to and- reset.
0: And that is I should note that is not Diablo 2 Resurrected.
1: Nope, it's straight That's up just, Diablo 2. Mm-hmm.
0: It's straight up Diablo 2.
1: That game is still kicking all these years later everybody.
0: Which hope, is you know so wild, so wild to me.
1: It's hopeful for you Diablo 3 players who want to keep playing that. Um, quite frankly, you know, there you go. You can still you can you have hope. Diablo games don't die. Just like Diablo. Diablo (laughs) games don't die. They never. Even the original Diablo is available if you want to play it. It's still out there. Um, So, yeah.
2: I mean, I still have Diablo 2 sitting. uh, Even though I have the Resurrected. Uh, Directly next to me, in my hand right now, as I'm grabbing this, is the Diablo skull with the Soul Stone USB drive that came with Diablo 3 Collector's Edition that had Diablo 2 on it.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it did.
2: He's that right. that never leaves my computer. That has been on my computer since Diablo <laughs> Three Collectors came out. I have lost the key for it, uh, which I can't install the original one without the key and play it because Blizzard didn't have it on Battle.net before that. Uh, but at least I have resurrected. But yeah.
1: But yeah. In, in addition to that, which is happening on twenty second, we've also got right now Phase Three Wrath Classic is live. It's live right now. Um, And on Thursday, which I think is kind of odd, but on Thursday, Trial of the Crusader uh, on the 22nd of June is going to live. It's not live right now. It will be live in two days. I don't understand that. That is a
2: a weird day to go live.
1: huh? Yeah. But that's for Wrath Classic. Uh, There's also some server transfer stuff happening, but quite frankly, I couldn't find anything that was like consistent about what was happening so I did not know how to explain it and thus I'm just mentioning it if people want to you know chipe up in chat and tell us what, what they've heard that would be great uh, but we are now Wrath Classic uh, right now they're on phase 3 and the Trial of Crusader 8 opens in two days But and, and now I feel like we've done at least a fair amount of talking about other things like Diablo 4 <sighs> so we can take a breath relax and now we'll go on and on and on about Diablo 4 um, let's go First up is there's a lot of kerfuffle about the seasons and the way they're going to play out and stuff is changing and people keep clarifying things and Liz corrected me at least once on something I had said because I misunderstood it. So we're going to go over all this and, and we'll go ahead, Liz.
0: I, you misunderstood it, but I think even the developers kind of misunderstand it because during the live stream they did last week, where they talked about it, they gave two different answers. One at the beginning of the pod, of the live stream that was completely different from the second answer they gave at the end of the live stream. So yeah. I think it's just it's just confusing and it's been changing.
1: Yeah, like they've been making decisions and. Ideas of, about what they're going to do for the season, throughout this launch period, they have been making you know refinements to what they're going to do. Um, so, brief overview: When the season comes, which is, I believe, at this point, it's in ne- it's next month. It's in July,
0: right? Uh, mid to late July, they've said yeah. that.
1: When it comes, in order to to do the season stuff, you need to create a new character. You have just like in Diablo Three, when you wanted to see the season stuff, you had to make a new character. That's not. Totally surprising, the somewhat surprising part is that the new the new story content you will have to make a seasonal character to see it mm-hmm. so in order to do that stuff so the character you're leveling on on in Diablo 3 right now will not be able to see that they will just they will not get it you'll have to create a seasonal character in order to see that story stuff i don't think everybody expected that no quite a few people are surprised and upset about that i, I- i'll be upfront i didn't expect it i'm not upset but i wasn't expecting that i thought that that season story stuff would basically be given to everybody uh, i don't know why i thought that uh, i just did but that is they've since uh they've gone straight to um rod ferguson and and you know a reporter from from forbes went straight to him on twitter and said hey can you clarify this and he goes yes and he said it it's going to be a season just like in diablo 3 in order to see the new content you will need a seasonal character um but there are there's some light at the end of the tunnel here for people who are like, oh, my God, I can't do this again in, in less than a month. Uh, <laughs> first up, there's going to be like bonuses to leveling for season characters if you've got a character already, if I'm not completely misunderstanding what I read. Uh, either of you, have you read similar to that? There will be bonuses to leveling for a season? That's what are you talking sense? about Renown?
0: Uh,
1: not Renown specifically, just leveling, but we will talk about Renown okay, in then, a
0: second. Then I don't know about that. I have not heard that.
1: Okay, Joe. I you- do
0: know, I do know that if you've finished the campaign, you can just skip the campaign in the season. But if you haven't finished the campaign, you cannot skip the campaign in the yeah, season and get straight so to the new stuff. Yeah.
1: Although I'll be, I'll be quite front with you, up front with you, I am not skipping the campaign. That is a terrible.
0: I think the campaign is great. So yeah. there's yeah. no way.
1: I um, yeah, go I, go I think they're going. To, I think they're
2: inferring that they're going to. I don't think they've outright said it about the leveling. Uh, but it's one of those things where I think if they don't put a bonus to leveling, they're going to get a lot of blowback. Like that's going to turn a lot of players off of seasons. Right. And that's going to turn a lot of players off from experiencing that content because I mean, don't get me wrong. I really love Diablo. I'm having a blast in it, but there's a lot of stuff to do. There's a lot of stuff to do. Even when you are max level, some people aren't even done with the campaign right now. Uh, some people are still making their way through finding all the things, doing all the dungeons, unlocking all the aspects, unlocking the world tiers. There's so much to do on one character that the idea of starting another character just to experience the seasonal story stuff might be a step too far for them.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I, now we are we are going to talk about the Renown stuff because it's changed a couple Liz? of times and because Liz knows it. So Liz, well, do you mind talking about it?
2: Liz also sounded like she was going to say something else. Oh, okay.
0: um, I I feel like there's this weird culture clash in Diablo 4 where Diablo has always been an ARPG where, you know, the whole point is going in and smashing monsters and going in and smashing monsters. And then I'm going to go in and smash more monsters. And, it, you know, Diablo 2 and Diablo 3 both had these seasonal models. And the whole point of them was you make a new character, you go through with these new kinds of gameplay. And you start all over, you race up the light leaderboards. That has been the Diablo model. Except, you know, Diablo 4 is simultaneously following that classic ARPG model that they've been doing for a couple of games now. But it also, they've like added this really great single player or multiplayer if you want, RPG to it. So I think you have some people coming in from Diablo who are like, yeah, this is how seasons work. I know how seasons work. Don't you know how seasons work? But you get these more RPG players or MMO players that are in here. And this sounds really weird. Like if you were a World of Warcraft player coming into this and you're like, okay, well, they're going to release a new patch. that's going to be a new season. And wait, I have to reroll my character and start from scratch. I think it's... We would lose our minds.
2: I think it's also like they've done so much to incentivize caring about your character at this point, which is a good thing, in my opinion. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not a it's not a bad thing by any stretch of the imagination that like it it, it can be daunting to like have that. Well, understand that this is how seasons worked in Diablo three. This is different than Diablo 3 in a lot of ways, because in Diablo 3, you rolled a character, you got it to max, all you did was continue to level Paragon levels, and maybe collect yeah. loot. There was nothing else, so rolling another character to experience seasons wasn't really that big of a deal. Here, though, because you're incentivized to you know craft gear, craft uh, your, your specs, uh, go through and do all that stuff, unlock everything, find everything, do everything... Uh, and having so many different ways to play your character, because that was the other thing. Like Diablo Three, you really didn't have a whole lot of like builds. In the time that Diablo Four is released, I, for just Bear, just Druid Bear, I have seen fifteen viable builds, all I, wildly know, different.
1: We all know that I'm not like Captain Theory Crafter, <laughs> but in the time that I've been leveling uh, this character. I came up with three different build strategies that were all working and I ended up switching them, not because they weren't working, but because I just wanted to do something else. Like, do you remember back when, this is an old Penny Arcade strip, when, when Mass Effect <laughs> first came out, there were like Bioware's like, you know, we've made this ocean for you. It is vast and deep. No swim, swim forever. How do I swim? Swim. It's kind of like that where a lot of the stuff doesn't explain itself to you.
2: Yeah, like, but it, it incentivizes I, you learning it and figuring you know, it out and spending the time.
1: With, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just no, saying. No, it's a good thing. There's all this stuff out there that doesn't explain itself to you, so you're you're discovering it. Like, I just figured out that Nightmare Dungeons were a really good way to level up my glyphs. Like, the, like two the days only ago. Way,
0: yeah. The only way to level them, in fact. Yeah.
1: And that's I just found that out because I hadn't been doing them because there was so much other stuff to do. And, and, and that's the kind of thing where you're telling people okay, you've got till July to get all that done and then start over and do it again. And it, it I do think like there's a lot of people who are not going to be up for I think even people who played Diablo 2 II and 3 and know how seasons work and know how the reset works are going to be a lot less interested in doing it this time.
2: I mean, even I'm sitting there kind of going, eh, a little bit at and, it, right?
1: So, but, but I do want to talk about the renowned stuff because it, it, there's been some back and forth on it and some misunderstanding on it. And, and Liz was the one who corrected me. So I'm going to turn to Liz and say, do you want to like explain to people how renowned is going to work with the season?
0: Uh, so, yeah, we have gotten some mixed messages and uh, I'm going to explain this, but I have some things to say about how they're communicating this stuff. Uh, basically when you start a seasonal character, you will have all of the shrines of Lilith that you collected on your main characters, and you will have all of the explored map that you have on your main characters. All of that will be immediately available to you, and you will have the amount of renown you gained for doing those things, which will take you up to renown level two. So if you've done all of this stuff on your main character, it will also be on your new seasonal character. But if you want to get all the way up to renown five to get those bonus paragon points, or up to renown three and get those bonus skill points, you will need to do that grind again, which is... uh, that sounds a little exhausting to me. I guess it's not as bad as like a wow reputation grind, but it did it did take some concentrated time and effort to get there on my part. Um, and the Diablo team said this in a live stream they did last week, and they never made a blog post summarizing what was in the live stream or a news update or anything like that saying that. And during the live stream, Rob Ferguson was talking about how he would prefer doing live streams to writing like really long blog posts. And I'm thinking... I, I I don't know if this is the best way to communicate information because not everyone has time to listen to an hour and a half live stream and convert that information into what's important to them. Yeah, and that's a big hard, ask. Yeah, it's hard for us even. And we're... We're the ones here paying attention to this like all the time. Mm-hmm. We we three super care about Diablo and it's hard for us to keep it straight because there's no reference except for a bunch of different blog posts about it, which say slightly different things because everyone heard this and heard slightly different things because Blizzard didn't specifically write down what was happening in clear language so that we could know. Yeah. Uh, so I hope... I hope we start to get a few more blog posts. The live streams are fun, but I would like to see a written copy of what you actually mean.
1: Yeah, I, it's one of those situations where like Liz pointed out that if they say something at the beginning of the live stream and then something different about the same subject at the end of the live stream, it, it leaves you like going, what? And there's if it's written down, usually yeah. someone will come along and read it and say, hey, wait a minute, we said this and then we said this. Which one is it? Um, we I remember a discussion we had going back, I mean a few years ago now, where we were talking about I think it was we were talking about something they had said for Dragonflight, and we each of us thought it was going to be something different. And each of us had sources mm-hmm. for why we <laughs> thought it was yeah. going to be something different. Yeah. So we were like, um, which is it? And and I remember Liz saying, we're not saying anything until we know what it <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. I,
0: I don't I don't think you can if you aren't sure. Yeah. And we, we
1: just couldn't be sure there were, there was yeah. enough stuff in contradiction. Like, I remember you told me what it was and I said, but this says this. And you went and looked at it and said, well, that does say this, but this says this. And I went, and looked at that and goes, then I have no idea what to say here. <laughs> like, you know, I, and we, it's not like we, I remember even tweeting at them saying, Hey, could you clarify this? Which is it? And I didn't get a response. Um cause I don't write for Forbes, I guess. Uh, but yeah, you know, it just was one of those things that it stuck with me and it is something that is live stream live streams as disseminators have a lot of advantages um, including immediacy, including getting players to actually hear the developers to hear how excited they are to, to see what they're, you know, what they're really looking forward to showing you. But the downside is that they are live streams. They are not curated very well mm-hmm. by their nature there, there's, you know, there might be somebody there trying to rein it in, but it's a live stream. If you accidentally say something, you make a verbal boo-boo. Uh, there's nothing that can be done, and if you say one thing at the beginning and one thing at the end, you can't really go back. Like it's, 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 it's happening. So I do think that it would be better. If, I, I hope they don't give up on you know, nice, concise. You know, here is what we're doing and written yeah. down. Because yeah. that, that does have a lot of advantages that I, I don't want to. Uh, I do also want to talk about something else, Diablo Four. Before we talk about Diablo Four in a more general way, I feel like you know we can have a little roundup here because you know we're all playing it. But the the interesting thing here was the Fury Against Fate quest is bugged in Diablo Four. I've done this quest. I've actually completed it. Have either of you guys done it? I don't Which remember. Quest is this? It's I the do one not where you it's the one where you hook up with the Crane uh, Clan bar- barbarians and find out I their story. I have done that. Yes, yeah. I have not it? done that yet.
0: I believe okay. I finished it, unless yeah. there's another part.
1: Well, what happens is you'd know if there was if you hadn't finished it because you get to the penultimate quest and the the head of the Crane Clan gives this really stirring speech and then goes ah kill him and runs off to kill him. And if she didn't do that, you'd notice because you'd just be standing around going, okay, quest isn't finishing. Um, are we going to go kill guys or what? That's the bug right now. And so. I finished it, so I didn't know it was bugged, but I've, a lot of people are super upset because they've tried all the usual workarounds that people are trying uh-huh. in Diablo 4. Like, I'm sure you've both done this. If you've had anything stall out or just for some reason doesn't seem to be changing, you log out, count to 10, log back in. Usually yep. it fixes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I've been doing. Joe, have you had to do that at all?
2: Uh, yes, I have had to do that a couple times with the different quests.
1: Yeah, that's not working. Um, the thing where you switch to an different character isn't working. The thing where you form a group and the, the leader of the group uh, basically logs themselves off and then back on and then kicks everybody that isn't working. There's other workarounds that have not been worked. Uh, basically this quest is just really bugged. If it's bugged, like if you get the bugged part, it just doesn't go. And a lot of people, like, um, the, two th- the two articles I've seen about it, one was on Wowhead, and I forget where the other one was. But they both basically said, you just wait for, wow- for Blizzard to fix it. Mm. And I kind of have to agree, but it's hard for me to say that to people because I know how it feels. Yeah. Um, but at least it's not a main quest. It's not a main story quest. It's just a nice side quest if you want to experience a little bit more of, of Diablo's story um which is something i absolutely love in this expansion that you can experience uh the this, the game's story in different ways uh that isn't just the the uh campaign although i do love the campaign mm-hmm. i think the campaign's great in fact talking about seasons that's one of the things i really want them to do is let you take your character that you've been playing like outside of seasons and turn them back to a level 1 character so i wouldn't like do a that seasonal-
0: with a yeah. seasonal rebirth like in Diablo Three.
1: Yeah, because I I do that all the time in Diablo Three. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that with my main character, but I've got like four alts who haven't gotten to to any high level yet, other than like ones at level thirty, I think the highest. Just do one of them, like boom. Okay, you're gone. Uh, I think that would be really cool. I would I would like them to make that a part of the thing. I don't know that if they're going to. In fact, I doubt they. Are. Um, but yeah, let's let's now do whatever you like. I want to let you guys talk about whatever you want to talk about with Diablo four. I'm going to throw it to Liz first.
0: Um, well, this is such an open ended assignment you've given me, Matt.
1: I'm sorry. Uh, You need time. If you need time, I (laughs) I can, I can, I can go or I can have Joe go.
0: Um, well, I've just turned, I've just tuned into world tier four on my part. And one of the things that I found interesting while leveling up through Diablo 4, is that like each time you hit a new world tier, there's just like this big, like bumpy part. You know, when going from two to three, you just like you went in and you just wow, you got whomped just constantly all the time because world tier three kind of assumes you're going to have world tier three gear in order to survive. And in that beginning, it's like, oh, oh, no, no, this is bad. Ow, ow, ow. And uh, so far, World Tier 4 feels very similar, where I am going in and I'm getting the heck beaten out of me, and I I need to gear up, but you have to gear up through all of this pain and death and, uh, and being murdered by demons. Yeah. And... And one thing I'm hearing a lot about Necromancers, which is me, is that in these higher difficulty levels, your minions do not survive. So if you're running a minion heavy build, you're kind of hitting world tier four and you have to rethink a lot. I, I haven't gotten into content where I found that's too bad yet. It's worse than it was, but not too bad. But I'm just thinking it's interesting that you hit these big speed bumps at these difficulty levels. And one thing about Diablo 4 is there are only four difficulty levels.
1: Yeah, no, it yeah. kind
0: of feels it kind of feels like you need some more difficulty levels between these levels. Both so you can kind of make that like speed bump a little gentler on people. Like, oh, you can jump into this, and then you jump into that, and then you jump into this. And also so you keep some challenge because at the end of like world tier three. You know, before I jumped into four, it was feeling very easy. It felt like there was very little to challenge me. I was running nightmare dungeons that were four or five or six levels above me. And it's like, okay, this is no big deal. And it felt like I needed to go up to the next tier, but I was too low to do the capstone dungeon to get to the next tier. And the next tier would probably beat the heck out of me, which it's doing even right now. And uh, what do y'all think? Do you feel like four difficulty levels is appropriate? Is it too much? Is it too little? I am convinced there will be more.
2: I, 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 hope, I hope there will be. be. So interestingly enough, there, there's a weird... Uh, I was having this discussion in all places in a Twitch stream on one of the front page streamers' <laughs> pages earlier today because I was watching, um, just trying to get my drops because it's Druid stuff. I need my yeah. Druid stuff. Um, mm mm-hmm. And that actually came up as a a topic, of conversation of how do you, you know, where's the challenge in the game is, is ethics is the challenge is adding more difficulty necessary. And I, I don't know. I think personally, I think there needs to be more difficulty added because the jump from two to three is fairly severe and the jump from three to four is fairly severe And because it's a Diablo game and a lot of your stuff, even though you can get Paragon levels and that does lessen and even though you can go get all of the Lilith statues, which I have not done yet because I'm terrible, um, and get a whole bunch of bonus stats and and Paragon abilities and levels and and stuff like that, and that lessens that barrier a little bit, it's still relying on gear. And if you're in my situation where I get drops, they just happen to be barbarian drops. Um, <laughs> the game is telling you something, I'm, Joe. Why are you not listening? I'm, I am I. like my bear. Um, listen, I can rampage and trample forward, and then a wave of earth follows me. And the tornadoes... Yeah, I, I
1: saw that the other day. It was really interesting.
2: Tornadoes come from this earth, and then lightning strikes from this earth. It, why would I want to play a barbarian when I can just be a bear that runs around going... Rah! I mean, barbarians do that you, too, I'll, but still.
1: I'll give you one one reason why. Because I can run into a group, yell at them explode in flames and start (laughs) one shot killing them. And every time I one shot kill something, I explode in flames again. It's a lot of fun, but I do, I do that too, just with wind. Um, but but doing going on with what you're saying, I do want to like mention something that I've noticed, uh, in this, in this front. If you are keeping up on the, the occultist, you, you Mm -hmm. make sure to grind as much as you can. You don't, you don't spend a lot of gold when you hit these 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 trans these transition points They can be smoothed out ex- like A lot if you can When the ancient legendary The ancient rares start dropping And they do, they start dropping You don't have to put them on as rares You can mm-hmm, go mm-hmm, to the mm-hmm, occultist mm-hmm. And turn them into legendary pieces With the same affixes as the legendary mm-hmm. pieces You have uh, And then continue with your playstyle And notice a huge jump of power Like on this character um, I have a pair of legs on this character which are item power 778 that my previous ones were 700. Like that's, that's how big that jump is. I've got Mm -hmm. boots with like a 50 item power jump. The weapon I got is the lowest with only a 38 item power jump, but still that's a big jump. And I'm noticing it for a lot of gear. Like as I'm, as I'm going through stuff, like I, I took it easy. Like I actually said to myself, Matt, don't try and do. After I, I got run over by like a group of like just you know random trash skeletons. I said, don't try and do the thing you usually do. Don't try and just go charge into a dungeon and and wipe it out. You're not going to be able to. Just just do some questing and get some stuff to drop. And I was looking through my bags and going, oh, nothing good drop. But then I looked at the yellows and I'm like, I, I'm saying this to every player who's who's making this transition. This this is look such a huge
2: thing. Yeah, look, look at look yeah. at your yellows. Sometimes even your blues.
1: Yeah, yeah. If your blue is high enough item item power, you know, consider it. I know it's an only a, it's only a blue ring, but it's item power eight hundred. Yeah, yeah it, mm-hmm. it, the bonuses or, it gives you will be substantial.
2: Or or and like that's the other thing that's that's not laid out very clearly here is that like you're you're hitting the nail on the head and this is I think really important. But like you look for stats too. Like it's counterintuitive, but as a druid, I want willpower. Right? Like
0: mm-hmm.
2: all of my crit stuff, all of my uh, ultimate skill overpower stuff, all of my extra damage from being fortitude uh, or fortified um, stuff, all of that triggers off of willpower. And nothing explains that to you. And all the things that drop, none of it has willpower, and at least the legendaries. But when you start looking at like the blues and the, the yellows, and you start noticing. Oh, that's a ton of willpower and a ton of item level. The game really wants you to go to dungeons, unlock the aspects, uh, break down at the occultist the aspects from legendaries, slap them on something else, uh, and then go on with your life. And but nothing explains that to you. You get the quest to go learn how to do the thing, but it doesn't tell you, hey, you know, you've had three games. Prior to this, four games prior to this, of wanting that shiny, shiny orange bar, like, (laughs) main thing on your screen. That's the most important thing. If it's green, it's even better. If it's yellow or the the pale gold, it's the best. And then uh, instead, you need to look at the lower gear stuff that you're so used to just selling or doing everything, like, junking, essentially. Like mm-hmm. the minute you start changing that attitude, you you escalate so quickly, but even then, I think there's still room to fine-tune the difficulty.:
1: Oh, absolutely. And I, I totally agree with both of you on this front, um, which is fairly rare for all three of us to be in this <laughs> buttontish record. But I will say this, that's why I think there will be other difficulty levels, mm. because this game is intending for you to play it for a long time yeah uh and i In, i am getting the sense i will be playing it for a long time <laughs> but when i get to item level 100 i don't know what i mean not item level 100 when i get to level 100 i have no idea what could stand against me i i'm doing okay now at 70 yeah so once you get that's, you know once I mean, you get heck, over that bump
2: i did i did the uh the capstone dungeon for unlocking world tier three at 42.
1: Yeah, it it was quite possible. I mean, it was painful for some classes, but it was possible. Liz? I just waited to do it. Oh, go ahead, Liz.
0: Like you're doing World Tier 1 and World Tier 2 between Level 1 and Level 50. You do World Tier 3 from Level 50 to Level 70, and then you have World Tier 4. That's all you got from Level 70 to Level 100. So we're stuck here for 30 levels. (laughs)
1: And people have nothing new to challenge us. And people have been getting to 100. Like, Mm, I'm crazy to you guys, but some people got to 100 the first week. Mm -hmm. They actually did what was supposed Mm -hmm. to take 100 hours. Mm -hmm. Did it in a week, which meant they didn't sleep a whole heck of a lot. That it is. People are already there. There are people who are at this point just steamrolling. This is why I think there will be difficulty bumps. I yeah. think there will almost certainly be more torment levels. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just going to steal that mechanic from Diablo Three because I, smart trying to do the Diablo four Diablo two thing worked fine for the first you know first couple of months of this game. It'll work fine, but eventually you're just gonna need more.
2: How long do you till they start stealing Mythic Plus keys? I think
1: I mean, they've already kind that,
0: of got those. With the that's the basically nightmare. nightmare dungeons.
1: Yeah, nightmare dungeons are that um, that they. They even get I, – I mean, when you do – Because like, the FX
2: is there, right?
1: Yeah. The FX is yeah. there, and they actually have affixes that are good for you and bad for you. Mostly like, bad. Mostly bad. Mostly but they, bad, but yeah. There was one that added physical damage, which was – I'm sitting there going, oh, my, you're seriously adding 10% to my physical damage. <laughs> and and things did melt. I remember – I got a really weird uh, – I got into a weird, really weird chain of running Cultus Refuge and Coldraga where I would run Coldraga and they would give me the next tier in, in Cultus Refuge. So I'd go to Cultist Refuge and do that at that tier. And they would give me the Coldraga key at the next level. So I got up to like Coldraga five and, and Cultus Refuge six just back and forth between the two of them. Cause they just kept dropping the next key. Like, you know, here's the next one. And I was just like, this doesn't supposed to happen. And then it stops happening and I had to go to the dungeon but yeah it, one, it is it is there go ahead listen
0: one useful thing that we did get from that live stream last week was that they are working on nightmare dungeons because right now they aren't uh they help you upgrade your glyphs but they aren't really that much more rewarding than just running normal dungeons and they're the closest- definitely different yeah. yes glyphs are like it and um they're planning to upgrade the experience you get from nightmare dungeons and let you teleport to the nightmare dungeon just using the sigil that you uh, use to activate it so that you do not have travel time between them that really slows down your advancement. Because some of those are really far apart and not all dungeons are close to a waypoint.
1: Yeah, if you get a key to a dungeon like um, the, the, the capstone dungeon for a Torment, uh, I forget the name, like Fallen Temple. It's the, the big Triune Temple. First mm-hmm. off, the thing is huge. Mm-hmm. thing is huge inside so anything to cut down on the travel time but also with the key it wasn't clear that i just like i wasn't clear when i got there do i just go in to unlock it or do i have to do i have to do again, something?
2: again that, ex- that explaining what you should be doing thing
1: yeah uh with the, the sigils also i'll say this uh liz the first time you did a sigil did you know you had to do anything to it to get it to activate the dungeon or did you just think having it would activate the dungeon
0: uh, I did not just think having it would activate the dungeon because I had, when I started doing Nightmare Dungeons, I had like eight in my inventory. So I figured I probably had to do something with them.
1: Yeah. I kept looking for a sconce inside the dungeon to put it in <laughs> like, for like five minutes. We're, and then...
0: we're used to, we're used to Mythic Plus and it's, it's not like that. You click the sigil in your inventory and then it activates it and you zone in. Yeah.
1: All right. Um, I feel like we've we've probably got a good place here to stop and try and do a couple of the uh, questions we have. Um questions. unless you guys want to talk we more have about your Uh we have three. Well, one of them's not really a question, it's just someone telling us something, but it's a nice thing to be told. So uh you all you both ready to go? Yeet. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh if you have questions for the show, as always you can email us, please do. Uh although I th- Joe is gonna be thanking you all because you sent Quite a few lore watch questions in, and that's cool. Um, but for our one more sh- week, our you show, gotta
2: wait. One more week. That's it.
1: For our show, it's uh, podcast at blizzardwatch.com uh, with the subject line podcast or blizzwatch, so we know it's for this show. Um, or if you don't want to use email for whatever reason, you can go to Discord. If you are a Patreon supporter, you can use the patron uh, Q and podcast questions channel because the patrons help us continue to do this thing, so we like to give them first crack on questions. Uh, But if you're not a supporter, if you, you know, that's no, that's fine. You know, you're still supporting us by listening to our stuff, asking us questions, engaging with us. That's, that's huge. That helps a lot. You can use the uh, Q and podcast questions channel. It's, it's below it. It's non patron. You can get in there and and you can ask your questions. We look in both Uh, this week. I looked in both. Um, Also, sometimes y'all send me tweets and stuff, which I I use this week. Um, I don't usually use them that much because I have so many other options. But if you just want to tweet at me, I will look at it. Uh, I I mean, I'm human. I look at my tweets occasionally, much less now. Uh, So, yeah. Those are the various ways you can reach us. I guess passenger pigeons or if you happen to know a shadowy (laughs) assassin who can teleport into our rooms and just give us the questions, that's technically okay. I don't encourage the shadowy assassins. Quite frankly, I'm I'm sensitive. I'm going to be surprised. Uh, But anyway, first one is from Tetsemi. Question for Blizzard Watch Podcast. Which comes first to WoW? Playable Khajiit body type, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, or playable Centaur body type? My vote would be something using the Worgen frame, but cat instead of dog, like the Saberon. Although we do have both the Centaur this expansion, as well as the Tol'vir from Oldham. Uh, what do you guys think?
2: If we I, get I, either of these before we get Tuskar, I riot.
1: Okay. <laughs> I, <so laughs> I
0: was I was going to say Erikoa. Where's Where's the Erikoa on this? We do uh,
2: we do know that look, they're look. they are fully rigged, right? Like we know that they're fully mm-hmm. animated now. They have all like almost all the player animations.
0: But let's
1: actually let's let's stop and go back and like really uh, like approach this from like a which one would you like the most angle. What have you been always been surprised hasn't come to WoW already, or if wanted to come to WoW since you saw them? I know what Joe's was going to say, but I'm still going to let him say it. Go ahead, Joe.
2: Well, no, if you're talking about races and things like that outside of WoW that I that I'm surprised haven't found an an analog in WoW, then. Cat people really is like the thing because we have Saber on, um but it hasn't really been fully explored. Uh, so that is actually a really good one.
1: I'm going to ask you a question, Joe. When have they been any explored? They're uh, there. That's all I that's, know
2: about them. That well, that's what I mean. Like we we dealt with them a little bit in War Dads. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. The boys trip out.
2: Well, I will. I will always call it War Dads. Like I still call Shadowland Shadow Dads. Um, <laughs> But, like, we we dealt with them there, but that's it. Um, and, like, in the uh, Battle for Azeroth, Magar, Maghar, Alternate Draenor, uh, some of the Saberan were caught in Etrig's teleportation spell and then ran off uh, from Durotar towards the Northern Barons, I remember that much. But, like, we really haven't done a whole lot with them. I'd like to see more with it. Um, but like, and we got our Naga race, like I, I, uh, not just true Naga, but we got like our snake people race, like our Yanti. I've been looking for something like that. We got our dragon born analog at this point. Um, I mean, outside of like anthropomorphic, like hamsters, I really can't think of anything else that I've seen out there that we haven't had. We've got cyborgs even at this point, like (laughs) we have a smattering of everything. Uh, but I still want my walrus people. Liz?
0: Uh, I mean we've seen all of these racial types we haven't had them playable. It's uh it feels like it's been a while since Blizzard has added well obviously we got the the drag theory Theater this expansion so I shouldn't say that. But we're getting a lot more allied races and fewer new unique races. So I wonder are we just going to keep getting more allied races and are we just not going to get more races like this? Obviously the Tuskar would be an amazing fit for this expansion, but we did not get playable Tuscar. We have these great Tuscar characters, but we can't be one of them. So is this, are, are they just dialing back on new races? It's like, we have this one race, which is the standout race of the expansion. And that's like it.
2: I don't know. Like, I'm really curious about that. Matt, what do you think?
0: I've
1: been on record as saying that I was disappointed that the drac theory we got were all the spindly caster types. Mm. Um, not that I, you know, I'm sh- they are a caster race because they all play a caster class. However, we we know at some point they're at least thinking about letting them do other classes. Mm-hmm. They, you know, and then when they do, I'm sorry, I really want the the chunky draconid model that we got in in warlord and uh, warlords uh, in Dragonflight. I want that as a playable race. I think it looks badass. I like it. I just there it is. I, I would love to see that. Obviously, I want Freykel, and I've wanted Freykel forever. Um, I wanted ogres for a very long time uh, because I wanted the, the ogres from Battle for Azeroth, not the Battle for Azeroth, Wardads, War Warlords of Draenor. Um, <laughs> I wanted those because they had an empire and they weren't just, uh, me crush you, but they were like, you know, oh, okay, I, I am going to crush you now, you know? You know but what? Like oh, go ahead.
2: Uh, what was the uh, the primals? Uh, what was their offshoot in the uh, the dungeon? I can't remember what they were called. Plant I mean, people.
1: The plant people. Oh, yeah, the Batani?
2: Yeah, the Batani. We've seen them a few times. And we've seen some of the effects of their conversion, like, as as recently as, uh... Whatchamacallit? Um... Why can't it? Legion. Um, like, when we were going through uh, Surmar, there's a whole section about that, and, like, what happens when that happens, like, elves get like infected with it, so to speak. But, like, that's one that they haven't really talked about outside of the... Uh, us beating them up on, you know, alternate Draenor. And because I'm thinking about like every other real classic fantasy race that I can think of has been represented in WoW in some capacity already. Like we've got gnolls, we've got uh, demonic ish adjacent people. Like uh, somebody once mentioned Oni, but I'm looking at Mogu and I'm like, they're pretty close to it. Um, I mean,
1: Tran and I basically look and act like uh, both uh, the uh, demon people. Turn, what do they call them? My God, tieflings. Yep. They look. They look like tieflings, and they act like Asimar. and yep. they have the the power set of an asimar.
2: We've got our undeads. We've got our partial demons because we've got the um uh the blood elf, the demon hunters essentially, which yeah. essentially count. Uh, you have your trolls. You you have your dwarves. You have your halflings slash hobbits. You have your dragon people. Um, the only thing that it really is underrepresented maybe are like ogre slash giants you've got your gnomes. You don't have fairies, but you have elves. You, you have—we just literally had vampire people in the last expansion.
1: I mean, and you've ha- got the, the keepers of the grove and the uh, the, the dryads. But they're kind of fairy adjacent. Are
2: they are kind of fairy adjacent? But I would also put them closer to centaur.
1: I mean, they're in that group too.
2: Yeah. Like that, but. So like, you have pretty much everything covered already. So like, it's really hard to to add another thing at this point. It's just which ones become playable characters.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, you definitely could branch away from yet another humanoid group if you wanted to. You could mm. you could throw in, you know, cat people, or for that matter, you mentioned Naga already, or the the, the walking serpent people from uh, BFA, the the ones you basically only really see in the one of the horde zones. But they're you know they have a dungeon. Uh, you could you could definitely do more of that. Anyway, Tet Semi, I, we don't have the slightest idea which comes first, uh, if any of it ever comes for that matter. We're going to move on to the next question. This one's from Steve Lampson. He directly sent it to me. He didn't say anything about Lorewatch for it. It is more of a Lorewatch question. Oh, you're
2: fine. I'm not going to make a deal (laughs) out of it.
1: I'm stealing it anyway. Uh, Are the demons in the Diablo world, like those in Warcraft, in that, on Sanctuary at least, they can never be truly killed? Do they have to be killed in a certain plane for it to be fully permanent? Uh, I, I have my ideas on this, but I'm going to let Joe and then Liz talk before
2: Plane doesn't matter. It's the power that kills it that matters. Uh, like, if, if something like a Nephilim, a fully-powered Nephilim, destroys an angel or a demon, that angel or demon is probably destroyed or rewritten out of existence. But angels and demons are specifically set up in such a way that when an angel dies, it goes back to the Crystal Arch, and it's reborn in some capacity. Whether it's the same angel or another one, up for debate. Um, but, like, there's a whole thing about being reborn through the Crystal Arches, Uh, demons go through much the same thing. We literally are going through that when you're going through the Diablo 4 storyline. Demons can die in hell and still be reborn. We literally did this to Diablo. We murdered him in hell and he came back. Like, this is a thing that can happen. But we, at the time, are not Nephilim. We are not fully powered. Diablo 4 starts really putting that in perspective and I don't want to ruin anything. Play through the campaign and I think you'll get a better idea about that. And now I'm going to shut
1: up. Liz?
0: I have no idea. I'm I'm not a lore person. I'm,
1: I'm just going to, I'm just, you know, without spoiling the story of Diablo 4, what you've seen Diablo 4, what would it make you say to this question? What would you answer based on that?
0: I, I mean, I definitely, you have demons if you kill them in Sanctuary. And we've seen this repeatedly. They just, they just go back to hell and you start all over. Which is the whole reason we keep going back to stones, which just lock demons away and always, 100% of the time, fail in horribly c- catastrophic ways. But it's because we don't know. We don't entirely know how to beat them. We don't have a way. So we keep trying to imprison them and it keeps not working, but it's like, this is its the best we got, guys. This is all we can do.
1: Until someone comes up with something else, we're going to have to fall back on the put it in a box category. But the box is not royal shielded. Yeah, I know. All we got is the box. Sorry. We're like the Ghostbusters. If it doesn't go in a proton trap, they don't have anything. (laughs) Uh, I I will say this for my answer. First off, it's even more complicated than it's already been revealed to be by Joe and Liz here in that. Here's one example. He is an angel, but it's still worth mentioning. Tyriel blew up the world stone. Mm -hmm. And it blew him up. The mm-hmm. explosion was so powerful that it wiped him out of existence. <laughs> he didn't go back to the crystal arch through sheer force of will. He kept himself in that spot for the 20 years it took him to rebuild his body. He was that mad. He, so there's no reason a demon couldn't and angels and demons are slightly different anyway. And that if you kill a demon, they tend to come back exactly like they were. You kill an angel, you get an, a new angel who is the same concept but isn't the same being.
2: You can't there, kill uh, hope, but it might not be Oriol.
1: Yeah. The, the next time when Malthiel eventually walks out of that thing, it won't be Malthiel anymore. Um, Which is why Tyrael resisted doing it because he didn't want to be somebody else. He wanted to be Tyrael. Um, he knew that a new angel of justice wasn't going to take what he'd already learned so seriously, not right away. And, and with an, you know, Imperius right there, he might not have been educated properly. So he was like, no, now, looking at Diablo and the other demons, we've definitely seen... The problem is that when the Nephilim kills Diablo in Diablo 3, it's kind of a loophole because he gets pulled into the Black Soulstone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as the Black Soulstone existed, they all got pulled into it. Once the Malthiel destroyed the Black Soulstone, all of them got sent back to their plane of origin. That's, that's well... just... Well... As far as we know, as of right now, that is the story. I mean, if something comes up and we find out something different...
2: We're going to be talking about this on this week's lore watch yeah, just saying.
1: Right. But there's right now that is the basic assumption. We know at least two of the lesser evils are around and we know that at least one of the of the prime evils is around. Like that, that that much we know. We don't know for sure about Baal or Diablo uh, or Belial or Esdora. We don't know what they're up to. We haven't heard anything about them.
2: We know that they're they're at least uh, in the world enough to affect it in some capacity. Yes. the story tells uh, us that there's
1: a quest there's a quest where things happen and you, you know that they that they're responding so is i think it comes right down to what lorath says right near the beginning of this not, not really i guess it's a, it's like act three evil doesn't die it's like the, these things are manifestations of evil evil doesn't die you can't kill evil you can only uh, you oppose it you can't Destroy it. You can't wipe it there's, out. There's
2: there's a reason the eternal conflict is the eternal conflict.
1: Yeah, these these beings don't go anywhere. Uh, it isn't in their nature to. But you know that doesn't mean they can't be afraid. That doesn't mean that somebody else couldn't replace them. Also, which is something else that I think we are talking about on the the lore watch because that's that's an, an interesting concept. But yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got to say on that one. Um, also, so, go ahead, listen.
0: like. The evils kind of represent concepts. Diablo is terror. Mephisto is hate. Mm-hmm, is destruction. Mm-hmm. You can't in the kill sa- these concepts. You can't in destroy them. In the same, way that, in
2: the same way that the the uh, the Angelic Council, right? You have hope, justice.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: Uh, you know, you you have all of these concepts that are core concepts.
1: Yeah, you can't stab destruction to death. You can't. You know, <laughs> you you can't make like you know valor suddenly not exist unless there's no valor there, in the universe
2: the the whole point of it is like these are all aspects of a complete being and like that's something to always remember when you're dealing with diablo lore in any capacity like angels and demons they're all born from aspects of one divine being that split itself in twain and then killed itself essentially splitting itself even further like they're jam them all together. They're one one complete essence, one complete being, and all of their essences, all of their concepts, are represented in us. Every single one of them.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah. that is a good way to look at it. Uh, the last one is from Atane, and Atane basically just says, "Leaky Leafy Rock Dinosaurs, Dollars for Donuts, the Emerald Dream will have Leafy Rock Dinosaurs," <laughs> and sends us a picture of Leafy Rock Dinosaurs. It's a little Leafy sure. Rock Trihorn. I'm so happy. Yeah. It is is very, 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 very bleeping uh,
2: cute. A ten a ten out of ten tweet would look <laughs> at again. Thank you.
1: Yeah. I don't there's no real no discussion to be had. They're cute dinosaurs.
2: L- let's be uh, honest, at this point, them. like our audience knows what we like. <laughs> <laughs> you know who we are.
1: But uh that basically wraps up the show. Uh either of you guys have any final thoughts you want to do before we move into the Joe spiel and me seeing this out? No.
2: No, I Joe? got nothing except and for away. this blizzard watch is made possible due to generous contributions at patreoncom slash blizzard watch your continued support means that this podcast signing community is able to thrive and grow blizzard watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcast better chance at having your question answered on our podcast with a queue and an ad's free site experience
1: thank you very much joe uh and thank you for liz for as always writing the events thing so i didn't have to uh i did throw a few other things in there but you know still liz does that every week and it's very helpful. Uh, and I don't always thank her. So now I am. And thank that's... Mm, go ahead.
0: Thank you, Matt, for always doing our weekly email with topics. Because that is also very helpful.
1: <laughs> if we don't do these things, we don't have a show. Uh, I guess we uh, could just show up and start rambling. But trust me, you don't want a full hour of that. They get that
2: every week on Laura Watch. Watch.
1: Yeah. even lore watch has structure it isn't much structure but it's there
2: yeah i mean but, i don't know you two try despite my uh, despite my best efforts to take that structure away just saying
0: yeah there's we, so we tried much very to hard. talk about
1: <laughs> but yeah it's actually i'm gonna throw that in here we're doing the last of our diablo well hopefully the last of our. no diablo this is going to be the
2: life. last one of this one for diablo 4 the parody of having four episodes of diablo 4 lore i can't pass that up
1: yeah so <laughs> we're, we're basically doing the act six and the in the I want to say epilogue, although it's not really an epilogue, so more as a prologue to what's coming. Um, that's, that's going to be this weekend. We're going to record it. It'll be live on the site next week. If you have not listened to our current, the, the three uh, Diablo four lore podcasts we have with, with both Joseph, myself and Liz, Liz comes on for these because Liz is actually investing the lore for a game for once. And, and we're all super excited about this. Um, yeah. You, you should catch those. You should definitely listen to those anyway that's the show this has been the blizzard watch podcast if you have a question for the show you can use our discord channel uh the Patreon q and podcast questions channel or the q and podcast questions channel for non-patrons uh, or you can email us at podcast at dot with the subject line podcast of blizzard watch so we know it's for the show thank you guys so much for being here uh this has been the blizzard watch podcast and we'll be back next week